Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama, is back, along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch new episodes of Grey's Anatomy Thursdays at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Stuart Bell is the national online journalist for investigative reporting for Global News, and he featured three major stories in the last week on an ISIS terrorist who wants to return to Canada, on ISIS terrorists' wives, and on the city of Mosul after ISIS. I spoke with Stuart Bell. Stuart, I'm just a I'm just a fan, and I want to thank you for being one of the really great journalists globally. You do terrific, terrific work, and I, I just wanted to say that. Oh, well, thanks for having me on. Yeah, so may I ask you for uh, just you know the sidebar to our to our questioning here on Jamal Khashoggi? What do you make of this particular case? What flags does it raise for you? You know, I don't really know the details about that case. I, I think I was. I was out of uh, touch with the news cycle when it happened, but uh, certainly, uh, any time a journalist is uh, is uh, you know facing those kind of circumstances, and we assume he's murdered, uh, it's something that all of us take seriously. Yeah, and it's 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 probably a greater, a more dangerous time, or potentially more dangerous time for journalists than it's been for a long time. The last number of years, we've seen journalists assassinated, and and uh, with the uh, with determination, the, the determination was made to kill them, and they were killed. Yeah, and I mean, in the Khashoggi case, also, it's it's a reminder that it's often the the local uh, journalists that are targeted by their own governments or factions within their own countries that are at the most risk. Um, people that are are seen to be betraying uh, whatever the you know the cause of the state is. Yeah. And I apologize for springing that on you. We never indicated that I ask you that. It just occurred to me that you're out there. Uh, you're you're in very challenging situations that you place yourself in, and uh, I admire that. Now, why why would Muhammad Ali think Canada and Canadians want him back after what he's done or claims to have done? Does he have any sense that he would be in in any way, shape, or form not necessarily welcomed, but accepted back here? No, I don't think that kind of thinking even entered his uh, his train of thought. Um, I think he's thinking about his own situation, which is he's been captured by his enemy, and uh, he's in very difficult circumstances because of that. And I think that's all he's thinking about at this point is getting out of a Kurdish prison um, and getting back somewhere safer as soon as possible. So he has no specific uh, expectations about what would happen to him if and when he returns to Canada, but he'd be willing to accept any any potential circumstance that Canada might exact? Well, he seemed resigned to the fact that he could face charges upon arriving in Canada. We talked about that specifically, and, and some of the things, I, I asked him specifically about some of the things that he'd done that could uh, that could be violations. Uh, for example, even aside from him admitting that he had been an ISIS sniper, which uh, itself would be illegal, of course, um, 
even early on in his uh, in in his time in Syria, he had been posting a lot of stuff online um, on Twitter in particular, and on on Ask FM, which is a, another social media site um, that you know arguably could be criminal. For example, um, encouraging other people to join ISIS. Uh, he gave very specific instructions to people on what to do. He uh, he repeatedly urged people that if they couldn't come to join ISIS, they should attack close to home. So all of these things you'd think uh, would be criminal offenses. And uh, he seemed to acknowledge that if he came back, he might, <laughs> he might be charged. Um, so that's definitely in his thinking. All right, so it's, it's all about him. Well, yeah, I mean, one thing that struck me... Uh, in our conversations is I didn't, I heard a lot about him, about his situation and about what he wanted. Uh, I didn't hear any apology. I didn't hear any remorse. I asked him specifically if it was all a mistake and he wouldn't even say that much. He just said sort of, well, you know, if you talk about your regrets, you'll just end up banging your head against the wall. You know, here he had a really an opportunity. I gave him an opportunity several times to really fall on his knees and make his pitch. And he wouldn't. I mean, he didn't. He had, he had even um, myself and, and Professor Amar Singham, who was with me at the time, he had threatened both of us, uh, or at least sent threatening um, messages to us. And he apologized, or, you know, he, never, he didn't apologize, or he didn't say anything in the order of, well, hey, you know, I'm sorry I did that, or, you know, I didn't mean it, or whatever. Um, so I didn't really hear any uh, remorse or regret from him, aside from that he's in a really tough situation right now. Yeah, and I don't understand how it is that the RCMP finds it difficult to uh, determine what to do with him. It's a criminal offense if you leave Canada to join a terrorist group. So I think just starting with that piece of legislation, that would open the door. I'm going to be speaking with our mutual friend, Scott Newark, about uh, the options the government may have in just a few minutes' time. So you come away with your from, from your conversation with this Muhammad Ali, ISIS member who also talked about online about playing soccer with severed heads. What do you come away with? Well, you know what? I, I'm not sure. Um, like I say, he, he did say that he'd had enough of ISIS. He did... Uh, point to the problems that he had with ISIS and why he decided to ultimately leave ISIS. But what I didn't hear from him was that he'd abandoned the wider uh, ideological beliefs that led him there. And that's a concern. Um, it's one thing to, you know, to sort of uh, disengage from violence. It's another just to say, well, I just don't like that particular organization. So, you know, and it's I should qualify that. It's hard you know, over two hours under the circumstances we are in to really get a full picture of mm-hmm. somebody's thinking. But there was a lot I didn't hear that concerned me. Like I say, I didn't hear remorse, uh, regret, or even distancing himself from the violent kind of ideology that uh, that he once promoted so so strongly. So he wants the safe harbor of Canada, but he hasn't necessarily changed from who he was when he left this country uh, to join ISIS after he did what he said he's done. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? 
it's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Shipping can make or break a sale. So optimize how you ship your orders with ShipStation. They make it easy to automate and manage orders no matter how big your business grows. And they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs. So optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. Sign up for your free 60-day trial now at ShipStation.com and use the code P-O-D. That's ShipStation.com with the code P-O-D. What about the women, the, the, the wives of ISIS? I read your, I read your, 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 your stories uh, and, 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 and watched the reports, but... Uh, your your feel for what they were saying compared to what Muhammad Ali said to you, what do you come away with after your conversations with them? And and uh, what do we make of, of of their children? Well, you have to remember, the women were uh, an integral part of the, the ISIS plan. ISIS wasn't just, you know, a terrorist organization devoted to violence. They were trying to establish their own sort of utopia, uh, an area, an Islamic state that they would be running, governing according to their uh, very strict, brutal uh, religious ideology. And part of that was that they wanted women to come and to uh, to sort of produce the next generation. Um, the, and, you know, the, if you recall the figures that our own governments released, um, they claim that about 20% of the Canadians that went to ISIS were actually women. So they did have a, a role. They had a different role, though. It was more domestic. They, the women tended to stay at home and have children and not so much be involved uh, in the sort of day-to-day atrocities that, that ISIS is renowned for. Um, so the, the women were a little bit different. And there were two of them, and they both had kind of different tra- trajectories. One, uh, a woman from Montreal she was quite open that she left Montreal because she wanted to, she, she felt that she didn't fit in Canada and she wanted to live under her understanding of Sharia, where she could live according to her religious beliefs. And, uh, and she ended up there. Uh, the other woman from Toronto had a slightly different story in that she claims that she was tricked into going there by a husband she met online and she never intended, she didn't leave Canada intending to join ISIS. Uh, it, she just ended up in that situation, if you can believe that. So it's a little bit different. Um, and then the children, of course, uh, most of which were born in Syria under ISIS rule. Um, that's a whole other situation, of course, because they had no say in, in uh, being there. It was nothing to do with them. Um, at the same time, you will remember that ISIS focused a lot of its attention, at least in the videos that we saw, on trying to indoctrinate that next generation, the yeah. caliphate cubs, they called them, right. t- taking very young kids and putting them um, into very mil- militaristic type of uh, uh, education. Um, so these are all issues that, you know, should these people come back, uh, the government's going to have to take a really close look at how to, you know, how, what to do with them and how to reintegrate the children, for example, into Canadian society. 
And he also looked at Mosul, the city of Mosul, which is in a rebuilding phase. Now, are the people there determined to return to a pre-ISIS life, or perhaps not so much? Well, yeah, I mean, they are, uh, certainly. Uh, and, uh, you know, it was important, I think, to see, uh, in hearing from ISIS members and their wish to come to Canada, uh, important for people to just be reminded of the incredible damage that ISIS caused to the people of Syria and Iraq, um, in particularly imposing their very strident uh, rules and laws on the local population. Um, people do want to come back, and they have been coming back. It's just the the damage of the city is so vast. It's just an incredible amount of, of destruction in the city caused both by ISIS and the fight to uh, to sort of flush ISIS out of that city. Um, that it's just it's hard to imagine how long it's really going to take to re- rebuild that place to to a point that people can uh, can return in yeah. the numbers that they you know that once were. Well, t- tremendous reporting, uh, Stuart. Thank you uh, again. And I-, I was struck also by the fact that as I was reading and watching the reports uh, last week, it's the same week that Nadia Murad, the uh, the young woman um, who was nominated for the Nobel Peace Prize, was actually talking about how her village was assaulted and her brothers were all killed and the terrible life that she was led into. That was that was going on simultaneously. Thanks so much for joining us today. Yeah, thanks for having me, Roy. Right. Stuart Bell. It's uh, at Stu Global on uh, Twitter, at S-T-E-W Global on Twitter, Stuart Bell. Just an outstanding reporter. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.